Yo, what's good, everybody? And this is your boy, Rich the King, host of the 704 Drip. What's good out there, everybody? Yo, for those tuning in, you hear in the background, shout out to the homie down at 910, Lantana Jones. Go check him out on Spotify right now. L-A-N-T-A-N-N-A Jones. Go check out that friend of me. So, this is going to be the last show, season one. Had to do something a little different for this one, so bear with us. It's going to be a lot of guests, a few different interviews. We just trying to do something different as what I would like to call a real season finale. So, stay tuned. Keep rolling. Right now, sit back, light up, and vibe with me. This is that intro. Frenemies. New Jack. Lantana Jones. It's the 704 Drip. With your oldest son, I hold it down. And I'm beefing with niggas, I'm pulling Tommy now. And give him a cold cat. He ain't got no job, so you know we got time the whole day, huh? Thanks for the new jacks. I, my brother's keeper. Yes. If you work remotely, you know it's not always easy for teams. Artists, if you want to get an interview on our show, 704 Drip, make sure to contact us, man, at the email ysf.betareal at gmail.com. Make sure to contact us and let us know what you got going on. If it's a new project, event, hell, man, if you're doing a fucking listening party, let us know. It's the drip. Lantana Jones with that Don't See Me. This is that Frenemies project. It's the drip. Yeah. If you don't see me, no one bossing up. No 
do this 25 eight. And I pause in my grind. I hustle for my freedom and my life on the line. So my shooters move in silence. We ain't down for that drama. Just cool with the steady. If it happens, then it happens. I'm covered in all stakes. Keep it on me for assurance, cause these niggas out here looking. The loyalty is uncertain when you moving how we moving. Ain't we love in these streets, just no back can't say jack by these thugs on the beat. Hunting round drums when it comes to the beef. Pocket full of dumb dumbs, fuck genocide, I'm bossing up. Taking weight, I'm giving out tummy tucks. Or can we cut from different costs with the same jeans like Nick Foley and Mankind? The 704 drip with your boy Rich the King. We gonna keep it rolling, keep vibing, keep everything uptight and independent. This is that Frenemies off the Frenemies album with Lantana Jones. Stand up 910 Harney County. Big homie doing it. Jersey is my great streets in D block where the memes be. 
It's crazy how you switched up. Made a little money and started acting funny. Used to be my dog, yet they say call me a bitch. You gon' feel every part of it. But when niggas applying pressure, it was my jacket up. I was there when you needed a friend, somebody to ride with. I rolled ten toes for you, nigga. They turned your back and started fucking with the ops. Black and poly like the cops used to be my dog. Now I swear you're more like a friend of me. I swear, if I see you, if I ever catch you, I'ma treat you just like an enemy. You used to ride me, I was game like You got a little money, things started acting funny. Posted with the ops, black and all up like the cops. You feeling me with cool, but you ain't sounding like a dog. You used to be my dog, why you acting like my enemy? Keep rocking, keep rolling, keep vibing with the 704 drip with your host Rich the King. Stay tuned, we definitely got more coming. Yo, what's good? It's your boy Rich the King here. Tune in to the 704 drip hosted by me and my co-host Ms. Renee and Cosmos. Bringing you the hottest and independent artists and independent music in North Carolina and beyond, baby. Every episode, we will play independent artists off Spotify. We also offer a Spotify Music Blast for $5, which gets your music played on our show for two to three episodes. In order to send us that $5, send it to Cash App under the name HBR Music. That name again is dollar sign, capitalized H-B-R-M, lowercase U-S-I-K. Send that $5 over ASAP, man. Go ahead and be part of what we're doing. Don't forget to also look us up on all podcast streaming apps or download anchor.fm in your app store for free. It's the drip, baby. 704 drip. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Rich the King, right here with the 704 Drip, bumping the hottest indie music and indie artists. Yo, right now, part of the season finale, doing something different. I haven't seen a lot of niggas doing this, and I honestly want her opinion. I definitely had to get Mom Dukes up here on the show. What's up, Mom? Hey, what's up, baby? All right, so... As part of, you know, this segment, I want to let everybody know as people, you know, from the older generation, how are you guys, I guess, dealing with, you know, COVID right now, you know, with, you know, it being the fact that you being older or any health issues, you guys are highly at risk right now. So, like, what's your opinion on what's going on right now? Oh, I just try to stay my distance, wear my mask and gloves. And just do a lot of praying. That's pretty much it. That's what's up. I'm more than I have to. That's what's up. And when you do go, do you keep it strictly like essential things? Or are you catching yourself going out for like something random right now? Now that some people have said that like, you know, it's safe to go out a little bit more, even though the cases have been rising. No, just to try to do the essentials. If I do have to go out for that, I just try to do all I got to do right there in the same store. That's what's up. That makes sense. So are you even more worried that it seems like the attention of, you know, a lot of cases, especially at the beginning, um, or a lot of older uh, people, you know what I mean, with health issues and with somebody having an issue right now, like how worried are you right now when you do go out? 
That's what's up. That's what's up. And I know you've been spending time with grandkids and, you know, keeping them safe as well. Has it been easy, you know, when you're spending time with the grandkids trying to keep them, you know, kind of safe and making sure that they wash their hands like they're supposed to? Oh, yes. I make sure every time they go outside or bathroom or anything, I make sure they wash their hands with soap and water and hand sanitizer, keep it on during the day when they play with toys or whatever. I make sure that they do that. That's what's up. That's good. That's good. That's good. Well, as far as, you know, everything, uh, you know, everybody's saying that we can come out. Do you think it's safe that we should be going out or do you think people should still keep, you know, keep hold with the social distancing right now? No, I'm not trusting all that. No, I think we should definitely still do the social distancing because you know how the government lies. They'll tell you one thing and then next thing you know, you hear something else. Uh, yes, be safe. That's what's up. Um, has it been easy for you with health care during this time? Like, how strenuous is that for you? Oh, it's been, it's been very strenuous. A lot of times with your medications and all that, trying to get your medications, even though they deliver it, but still you got to deal with that when they come to your home, you know, bring your medication because they, they don't have on masks or gloves or anything. So, yeah. That's what's up. Um... As far as, you know, making sure you yourself are, are staying safe, you know, have you found it pretty easy, you know, just, I guess, keeping to yourself? Um, well, it's been hard, you know, it's always a lonelier time when you have to be to yourself, except for, you know, when you have to deal with people on a one-on-one basis, so I try not to do that no more than I have to. Exactly. That's good. See, it's good that you're doing that. And see, I had talked to uh, my Uber driver, which, you know, I'll get to the get to you guys later in the show about that with my interview with him. But when I talked to him, he was actually saying, you know, it was actually getting hard because even with him just as Ubering mostly for his income that, you know, people are getting very silly and not wanting to wear a mask and, you know, wipe their hands. And he even let me know that he all he did was hand one of his, I guess, riders a bottle of sanitizer without even touching this person. <clears throat> Excuse me, without even touching this person. And she spazzed. And so it made him, you know, with that and another interaction he had with a, I guess, around the same age African uh, young man that has made him say, you know, stuff like the, this young African generation is like really slipping or getting too aggressive or silly, not taking this thing seriously. Like, you know, believing all the BS and the hype that came out at first, like they can't get sick. Exactly. Yeah, I, if, I was, if I was the driver, I would be the same way. I'm going to hand you the sanitizer. I'm going to make sure I have on gloves. Now, if you don't want to do that, then that's up to you whether you want to ride or not because that's the way I would look at it because I got to protect myself. I got to go home and be with my family. And see, I understand that because, you know, I've seen a lot of that. And when I listen to him, 
you know, he made it very well known how concerned he was that not only are they taking this mentality, but it's also making his job harder, which has made him do things like actually, you know, I guess there's a panic button when you're a driver for Uber and he's had to actually make uh, some people get out of his vehicle lately. And it's been of African descent and it's actually crazy, you know, when I was hearing that from him. So, you know, being the fact that I had somebody of an older generation that asked about it, like, I wanted to hear your opinion on that. Like, that's, I would think that's crazy. And I'm not that far out from the age of these people he was discussing, probably by about 10 years. But for you guys who are 20 and 30 years older than, you know, these young people, I know it's got to be aggravating that I have to say something like, just wear your mask. You know, even if you don't care about it for yourself, it's for my peace of mind to let me, you know, help me think I'm not getting sick because of dealing with you. Exactly, because, I mean, if you consider it other people, you should want to wear your mask or gloves. Even if you don't have your gloves on, at least have on your mask, because that way he feels safe, you feel safe, and protected. And when other people get in, in the vehicle, because you can't always wipe, you know, sanitize everything as soon as somebody get out. Yeah. yeah in this situation, I would definitely make sure to hit the panic button. If you're not gonna, if you're not going to get in there and do Exactly. Now, what's crazy is he told me that he still was able to keep the fare, but you know he had to push this panic button, if you if you will, in order to get these police to come to his location and escort this gentleman out of his car. So it was kind of crazy, but it was just like you know on top of that and the interaction he explained with the black. African American female, it was like, see, this is getting out of hand. You know what I mean? It's not, it's it's bad enough that young people in general you have to worry about because you know they're young, but then you got people of age who are just a little bit younger who are still just like, nah, it's nothing. It's not a big deal. I can't get sick. Don't you know that they said African Americans can't get sick, bruh? I get that some people might have said that at the beginning, but you have to be crazy at this point to think that it can't get you now. That's ridiculous. That's a, a stupid mindset to have because anybody can get sick. Infants can get sick. Anybody. So why would you think you couldn't get sick? Exactly. And most black African Americans, they have more uh, at higher risk in like the kids in some cases because of the health issues and the age and all that. So, I mean, that's crazy. Exactly, exactly. So that that's kind of what, you know, I was really trying to get out, you know, to make sure people was hearing what's going on, because it's not just somebody of my age or somebody younger. You know, this is something to worry about for, you know, the older people that you younger people aren't listening. You know, you're affecting the older people, you know, who are still alive, trying to maintain and do what they have to do. Exactly. Exactly. So why wouldn't you be, you know, trying to be considerate of that and say, well, at least I'm going to make sure I do my part because I want everybody to feel safe because if I'm around somebody, even if they might have it, you might not have it for the right person, but you can still transfer it to each other. And why would you do that? Exactly. That That's the craziest part to me. But I'm glad that you were able to, you know, come on the show and, you know, say your piece about that because, like I said, that was important to me, you know, with this, especially being the season finale that I get some real feedback from, you know, uh, the older generation as far as their opinions because I've I've had a few people say this and that, but they're my age or younger, you know, for the people who are really 
I guess hit the most by this is the older generation. I wanted to, you know, hear your piece about it. So it was like, yeah, let me call mom. That'll be a crazy oh, yeah. finale. Like, I know she'll say what it is instead of goddamn worrying about, you know, who care about how she said what. No, the point is you need to hear it straight like that. Exactly. People, please, please pay attention and be safe. That's what I advise anybody. No matter what age you are, especially the older people, have to be even more careful. That's what's up. Well, I appreciate you, you know, giving giving me your peace, giving us your peace, my fans. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Everybody, you know, I'm, I hope you heard that. And listen, man, this shit is very serious. It's not a game. This isn't like, you know, people just talking shit. You know what I mean? Like, we're telling y'all be careful because it's not just you, you're getting sick. You have to worry about the older people or even, hell, the young babies who have never been sick or gotten a flu, you know, out here. You guys got to pay attention, even if you don't want to, just, you know, for other people's peace of mind. You know, you can always walk off later and take the mask off or whatever have you, but for that commonality, especially with this social distancing, mostly still in effect, try. You know what I mean? Like, just, yeah, come on now. You didn't took all. You didn't took all the toilet paper. But the least you can do is wash your hands. Well, I'm trying to tell you, but everybody at the drip, mom, appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Saying your peace, man. You know. Uh, Seven oh four drip, man. We're gonna get back to it, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Yo, after a long, hard day, man, I definitely take the time to roll a blunt, make it a hog leg, pour me a shot of that good old Hennessy. And if it's a stressful weekend or I'm in the studio, you know I'm killing that Hennessy black. Get you some good cognac. Yo, what's goody out there? This your boy, Rich the King. And I'm right here with the 704 drip with my homie G Money from back home, Harney County stand up. What up, bro? What it do, man? What it do? Alright, bruh. So I'ma get into, you know, a little bit about you before I let you go ahead and tell my peoples what time it is. I've been fucking with the homie for a minute, man. Like Back in the day when I was doing my bullshit, the nigga was already doing videos and I'm recording fucking audio files on the goddamn cell phone. You know what I mean? The homie never looked at me funny. The homie never was like, nah, man, your shit ain't a subpar. He just told me every time I sent him something, something else to get better. So now that we both moving forward, I got my show. And for those who don't know, I'm also an artist. I'm young, be the real. But, all right, homie G-Money, tell them a little bit about you, man. Give them some of your background. Reiterate your artist name, man. Let them know what's up, baby. Yeah, man. G-Money, man. I'm What's up? That's what's up. So, to let them know more about you, what's the name of your label? Get something on your mind. G S Y O N N. 
That's what I'm talking about. Now, to get him a little bit of history, we're not gonna go too far. I don't want to. I don't want to kill him. You know, so when you come back next season and we killing him, you know that'll give you some more room to talk about it then. But did you not have a label, another label at first when you first started? Yeah, that's my nigga. That's where I started with it. And I didn't want to get it wrong. I wanted to let you let them know what time it was. You know what I mean? Because I didn't want to say it wrong. I can't remember exactly what it was. But I remember y'all boys on YouTube. Cuzzo, my big homie, goddamn Lantana Jones. Goddamn, all y'all was goddamn doing that shit already. And I won't doing shit. I was just recording on my fucking phone, bro. Voice recordings and shit. But, but. Behind them in the background, I'm playing your... This is your first album, right? Yeah. And tell them the name of it. G-Money, Mind of Money. Yeah. Now, if I can ask you real quick, what gave you... What what helped you come up with a title for that album, Mind of Money? Instead of like Mind of a Mogul or something. Well, it was. I was just chilling. And then I was like, man... That's what's up. I respect that shit, bro. So, as we playing these tracks, for those who can hear it in the background, I don't want to get too loud because I want my dog to make sure he can be heard. But this right here is called Sucker No More. Now with this sucker no, no more. Now with sucker no more, bro. What were you going for this? Because I'm not gonna lie, bro. This is like the second time I heard this one. Actually, this is probably like the dopest one I like right now in this shit. Hey, look, I'm gonna keep it real. Everybody been That's what's up, bro. I appreciate that, man. Now, as we roll through this album, 11 tracks on this joint, Um, you dropped it when last year? October the 19th. October the 19th. Well, there's anything special about the 19th, or you just just picked it? Yeah. It wasn't nothing special, man. Man, the team got together, and we was trying to try what should we do, or how should we move. And I was like, you know what? Like, let me go ahead and start it off. So I dropped first. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Keep the ball going. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I, I'm feeling you, bro. I'm, I'm vibing to this right now. If they can hear, you know what I'm saying, vibing in the background as we talking. This is a, your next joint, if I could. Um, I'm hearing the hook on this shit, and I'm like, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what, what, what? Are there any video plans for this joint? You know, are you got? You know, you ain't got anything in the works. What, you know, what you got going on? You know, the virus really, it really seems to go before it's doing video stuff right now. But the plan is to go ahead and get 
this month, July, August. I got plenty to show this three for my videos for that. Yeah, that's my dog. Y'all pushing down there in Harney County. And as far as your label go and your label mates, any albums out? Anything for us to look forward to yeah, as man. we wait for your um, next uh, album? DeAndre dropped this past December. Uh, oh, it's called uh, DeAndre Got Back. He's killing it. Lady London, she talks everywhere. Here's all. Uh, I make struggle look pretty. My dog, so we got the year locked in with you and yeah, in the man. squad. All right, yeah. you make sure the man to make sure to be letting me know, man, to reiterate these, you know, these drop albums, man. Tell the whole team, yo, if they want to get up here on the show, man, to be heard or why, holler at your boy. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely putting on for the team. No charge, of y'all boys, yeah, man. Y'all already know what time it is. Y'all boys been putting on too long for me to even. You know what I mean? Like. Y'all been looking at yeah, real talk, man. And y'all got my big homie on the team, so I been I gotta damn put on for y'all boys every time y'all drop some shit. Let me know, you know what I mean. And you guys who don't know, we don't want to tell them all that. We don't want to tell them all that. You know what I mean? You don't want to tell them too much at the drip because they'll be, they'll be trying to drip it all up. Hey, hey, well, you know, we going to talk about that thing. You know, I'm always in it. You know what I mean? I'm glad you hollered at the boy, man. First nigga from her back home that asked me for a feature. That shit was really major for me, bro, on the inside. Real talk. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We definitely going to talk about all that later on. You know what I mean? Like, real talk. Yeah. I won't even going to say nothing. I won't even going to say nothing. I'm just going to let the people just be like, ah, look at them. Look at that boy. He just working with them all. Yeah. I got, I, I fuck with the best. Y'all sleeping on too many niggas for too long. It just sounds so good. I had said something about it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I appreciate that, bro. I ain't even going to lie. That, that shit is real dope right there that you dropped that hint like that. So, you know what I mean? As far as everything going on, man, I'm glad you're doing good, man. Um, right now, I know you know you be hitting the road a lot, man. I know you be busy. You know, we're going to have to sit it down another day and get you in the actual studio for an interview, man. You know what I mean? Come out to Stanley to the murder, the murder kitchen with my homie DJ Cosmos. Let y'all goddamn work with some shit, you know, as my other co-host as well as Miss Renee whenever she's ready. That might be some season two shit. But, you know, right now, I, I'm pretty much loving this mind of money. Y'all go check that shit out. G-Money. Let them know where it's at, bro. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, um, Tidal, Apple. Anywhere you get your music, is better. That's what's up. 
that's what's up, man. I'm glad that you had time to, you know, show some love over here to the drip, man. Um, from everybody, yo, don't worry about it, bro. I'm telling you, we're going to get you back for season two. Don't even sweat it. So, from everybody here, you know what I'm saying, that the drip, as we move on to this next commercial, shout out to Hennessy. You know what I mean? We're going to keep it moving. Uh, make sure to go check out that Mind of Money as we work on, you know, some other shit. The homie already spilled too much. I don't even want to tell y'all that. I just want y'all. I just want y'all to be goddamn hit with this shit. But you know how it go down to the drip, man. We raw over here. Ain't shit really scripted over this bitch, man. We do whatever. We say whatever. Shit, just be. It just be out there. You know what I mean? So go ahead and keep it popping. This the drip, and we'll be right back in a minute. Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome to Seven O Four Drip. With your host, Rich the King, a.k.a. Young Be The Real, and my co-host, back again, Cosmos. What up, Cosmos? Yeah, what's goody with you? Same old, same old, man. New day, new day. You know how that go. But I definitely want to say, I want to let everybody know this has been crazy. Technology is a, is a motherfucker. Because this is like the third time we tried this shit. So let's see what happens. I know, now, right? returning you know with this segment we want to fucking do something a little different you know we always talk about music as you hear in the background check it out on spotify young be the real man as we get into this ysf uh playlist with a bunch of new indie artists on it so indie artists make sure to holler at us man actually holler at us on twitter as well follow us at 704 drip show uh, we have a playlist on Deezer, nothing but indie artists. Uh, Cosmos, you checked out the damn playlist on Deezer yet? Yes, sir. I'm all over it, son. What you think, son? Hey, there's a lot of talent out there, man. I'm, I'm, I'm actually pleased with what I'm listening to, man. That's what's up. I thought you would like that. I let Wap Cook play with that. Oh hell. Yeah, some people don't know. He he been quiet, man. I've been letting him do a little 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 bit here and there in the background, man. And it's about time Wap Cook comes and starts doing something. You had me worried, hey, man. He, yeah, man. He cultivated that thing right there. Actually, he has his hands in the 2020 YSL uh, as well. Oh, that's all right. Bet. That's what's up. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're working on some shit, but you know, we'll talk about motivation too a little bit later on. Right now, right now, with this episode, me and Cosmos want to talk about some shit we like talking about, which is like shows. So, right now, um, I've been killing a lot of different stuff as far as Netflix, you know, with this quarantine and social distance and shit. You know what I mean? So, I've been killing the Ozarks. Uh, I put a pause on it just because I didn't want to run it all the way through. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff. What are you watching right now, Netflix, bro? Or what are you watching here? I think you're doing, what is that, Amazon? Yeah. Um, I actually, I actually uh, took your advice, caught the first two episodes of Ozark. Yo. What? Yo. Hey. <laughs> 
Hey. Yo, oh buddy, what, what's old buddy's name? Yo, um, he's in um. It's not. It's not John Ritter, but John Ritter is who I think about every time I think of this dude. But he was on like, horrible bosses or bad yeah. bosses. Yeah, bad bosses. He was on um Arrested yeah. Development. Yes, that's yeah. where Arrested really Development. Those yes. who don't know about Arrested Development, if you don't go to fucking Netflix Woo! and watch all five of them seasons right there. Like, bruh, even the last season when Netflix picked it up, that shit was still funny as hell. Them motherfuckers were tarts. But, Ozarks, what did you think watching the first two episodes? All I gotta say is Dad is a cold hearted man. <laughs> Bruh, Daddy, that is savage, yo. Savage, bro. That shit crazy. Like when I say that the dad go hard, bro. And what's crazy is he was really, you know, not even really knowing what was going on in the whole situation. Well, he knew, but he didn't know because he didn't know nobody was stooping up to steal from these dudes. Which, when you get into it later on, you'll see why I say that statement. Yeah. But, it's kind of like it's kind of like you know he had to think on his feet, and what he came up with when I say that that shit boy, hey, that motherfucker had to sell that shit, bro. I mean, it was like literally motherfuckers were getting shot in the head, put in fucking uh, barrels of acid, bro. They took the wrong motherfuckers' money. Wow, the thing the thing that the thing that is getting me is. Oh, but because you know, I'm on the first two episodes, so episode three might be the divorce episode. I don't know, but yo, he caught his wife cheating and watching the shit. Yo, now see, I didn't even want to go too much into that one, but yes, that was a crazy situation. Because to be honest with you, I thought she was, I thought dude was a lawyer. Yeah, and I thought she was just telling him what was up because she knew, you know, she knew they needed that money to help him get out of there. Because, like I said, with the statement I said earlier, you'll see later on as you see. But you know, there's so much more to hide that portrayal, even as crazy as it was to see that in the second episode like that. Mm-hmm. But when you catch on, when you catch on the bigger meaning behind that whole situation as the show goes on, it's kind of like, damn, yo, you, you, boy, you suck. You know what I mean? Like, and to an extent, I do understand it. But when you look at what he had to face as you keep watching this show, you'll see why, you know, he acted the way he acted. He wasn't thinking about nobody but his family, but the things he was doing made it seem other, you know, like it could be something else, which could have made her feel yeah. the way she felt. But when, like I said, once you get into this show, bro, you're going to see why that shit was so more disheartening than you can even imagine. You know what I'm saying? Which is why I think they threw it at us on, you know, on episode two like that. One scene, old buddy fall from the sky. Bro. I was like, I was like, yo. Bro, he was, the husband's about to go up there and cut up and then got down, nigga, you know, dude, come flying down. He, he was like, well. his track. He was like, well, well, I don't know who did that, but thanks anyway. <laughs> Bro, and did you see the phone call after that? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I'm like. Yes, bro. And he literally, 
you know, without telling people too much, he literally kind of let it, let it play out the way it was. Now, the way he said mm-hmm. it to me, I would have thought that opposite that actually happened would have happened, but you know, mm-hmm. it happened the way it happened. So it's kind of like, yo, you should be thankful. Is yeah, I can't think of the actor's name, the main character. I want to say Jerry O'Connor. You talking but about the, I uh, know the that's... main, the main character, the uh, dude from Rest of the uh, Rest of the Vestal, Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember his name. I went. Yeah, the thing that popped but... in my head is John Ritter, even though I know Rest in Peace. That's not... I know it's yeah. not him, but that's the God honest truth. That's the one guy's name who keeps popping up every time I think of this dude. But this dude is hilarious, man. Yeah, I, I never seen him. I never seen him in, in a serious role until this. Right. And now he kind of reminds me of Robin Williams somewhat. Because you no, know, Robin Williams went and done. We know him for being hilarious. Then he done um, what's that? One hour photo. One hour. Or something like that. One hour. And homeboy went. Now the, the crazy part about John Ritter is number one, he had depression and shit, kind of like Jim Carrey, which is why number twenty three was deep. But yeah. for this guy, to me, it was kind of different because he isn't like funny, funny. The people who write for him are funny as hell. Now his facial expressions and how he delivers said words, you know, come across as funny. But he never really I still never saw this coming from him. You know what I mean? Like him being able to play a not so much dark, but hardened man. You know what I mean? Like he had to think about shit. He had to weigh out everything. Like he had to literally see everything from every angle possible. He couldn't just right, right. he couldn't just be relatively mad about everything. He had to literally delegate it however that best. Like he boy, wait you get in this shit, bro. It's it's so intricate, bro. Oh my god. Good show though, man. I'm telling you. Oh god. Now, um, you did ask me about um, about Amazon, about the shows I've been watching on Amazon and everything. Um, I'm still wa- I'm still on upload. Um, yes. Go ahead and give me the one on that for those who didn't catch the last uh, episode. Okay. Um, upload is a is a new series on Netflix. Um, and it's think about this, okay? You on your deathbed, you on your deathbed. You got the priest or whoever in there about to give you last rites. The doctors about to be, the doctors are in there and everything. And before they, before you close your eyes, they ask you, you want to go to heaven or you want to be uploaded. Now going and keep and still watching the program and everything, it's a twist to it. I'm not gonna tell you guys the twist, but you have to watch. I behoove everybody to watch this show with an open mind because if you watch it with a closed mind, you would not like the show. Okay. Now, when you say that, what do you mean? Like, what what does it touch on? Okay. Now, like, is this like heaven? Touch on like religion? And- yes, okay. it it touches on it touches on religions, beliefs, faiths. Um, and upload heaven is when you die. That's it. You die. You're dead. Boom. 
That's it. Okay. Upload is you die, you go to heaven. But you get to choose your heaven. You get to choose your own mansion. And your mansion could be a resort. It could be a hideaway. It could be whatever. But you're sharing heaven with other people. Okay. okay? So, hold on, hold on, hold on. Quick question, quick question, quick question. Could that make mm-hmm. you think of something? There is a episode, I want to say it's American Dad, where they said basically that's what heaven is anyway. Heaven is a collection of people's fantasies or wants or whatever at the end. So heaven is not just a one open wide place. It's a place of rooms and everybody shares. You know, like they have their own fantasies or islands, if you want to say it. But heaven is all, like it's not just a wide open space. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. A bunch of memories. You know what I mean? Right. But I'm glad you said that because I think in that episode it was kind of like avatarish. They had people controlling them and everything, right? Or or controlling the situation. I don't remember that to that degree. I just remember mm-hmm. them saying that, you know, Stan, this is your heaven. Your heaven is what you want. You know, everybody has their own quote-unquote heaven. Okay, right. Well, yeah. alright, let me let me put it in a different in a different perspective, okay? Okay. All right. All right. Boom. You're dead. Okay? Yeah. You want to go, you want to be uploaded, okay? okay? Now, before now before you was uploaded, you know, you and say me, since since we're best friends and everything, you told me, hey, man, I want to be uploaded, um, but I want to be uploaded. I want to go to to Disney World, to the Disneyland Resort. Okay. Okay. Bet you at Disneyland Resort. Now, me when I die, let's say I want to go to Paris, France Resort. Boom! I'm at Paris, France. Now, you have quote quote angels. The angels. That's all I'm saying. That's okay. all I'm saying. I'm That's all I'm saying. Me. I'm glad you reminded me to be on Netflix because this is something I can actually catch up on because I've been sitting here in a rut. Like, I've jumped around. I caught myself watching some anime here lately, like seven uh, I've watched Devil Man. I watched... Uh, there was another joint that was actually pretty good. Uh, and Man, don't get me started on anime. Bruh. Hey, Netflix has some pretty decent original anime on there right now. Not the hottest, what, but it's actually pretty interesting. Just like you know, depending on where each of them go in the following episode, some of them start off pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about going back to Netflix for the anime because I mean they do have right a now. good anime collection. Yeah, right but now, you I'm know, like I've been going to Crunchyroll and and Funimation. Yo, they didn't got sorry. Funimation is definitely not bad. I used to go to them a lot when I was watching uh, Naruto online. Like when I first got into that shit. That's yeah, I got on that shit with Funimation, but that shit is actually not that bad. But that was a more like that shit has such a wide range that I really don't like Crunchyroll nor uh, 
way because it has too much. Like, I'm not into the romance or the sports versions of their anime. I'm not into all of that. You know what I mean? Those are kind of all. I don't really don't get why they do it, but, you know, that's, I don't get into those. You know what I mean? Like, some of those RPG-type shows, like, for instance, what I keep saying right now is Sword Art Online. Ones like those, mm-hmm. I, like, I actually like that a lot. But... For the most part, man, some of those other ones, it's just too many different actual categories for anime. Like, it's like actual TV or, you know, how movies are here. Like, they got thriller, they got sci-fi, they got, man, they got some shit called what, blue, blue gene. And it's like this alien gene thing that's trying to take over. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, shit crazy. Like, I like the original shit, like, when they used to get, like, Gundam. I'm sorry, I'm clearing up my bowl. I just had a real, really bad taste come in my mouth. No homo. <laughs> you good, Playboy. You good. You know how we do it. It's the drip. But um now my son has got me on some my hero my hero academia. Oh my god. Oh dude. I didn't know nobody else was on that shit. Yes. Oh my god. Come on now. Come on it's now. The, convers- cool. the conversations that men you had about anime. Come on now. Bro, that shit goes so hard. Motherfuckers are really sleeping on that one. But yeah. I can honestly say the one thing that I like about my hero academia is just how real it is. Cause it's not like um it's not like Super Saiyan. It's not no. like it's not even really like X-Men. It's kind of like something you actually, like, if people do, when we do start to evolve as a species, that would actually be a realistic way of how it happens. Yeah. So my, it's, like, it's, it's kind it's kind of like a what-if scenario. You know what I'm saying? That's like, um, it's like this video game that I'm playing. It's called um, Return to the Moon. Okay, now it's set 30 years. No, I'm sorry, it's 2020. My bad. My bad. It's set 10 years from this year in the year 2030. Okay. And what's funny, it was funny, and hopefully we get to it later on, is that what they're explaining. In in the video game, it's happening now. It's weird, like the whole disease that took out that took out a a a particular genocide that it got out of hand. That it destroyed. That you know, Earth had to go back to rebuild itself. That um, that we have found that man now is is now living on the moon and on Mars. And and um, I don't know if you caught this. Yesterday, history was supposed to be made about the two astronauts going to the moon, then going to Mars, then coming back. I did catch some of that. Um, appreciate the share. Yeah. I saw some of that yesterday. Um, that was very intriguing. I couldn't sit there too long because I had a few other things to do. You know how it is when you're trying to damn build a brand, bro. You can't be still too long. Bet. You know, <laughs> but 
I did catch a lot of that, man. So it's kind of like I'm honestly wondering how how did that turn out? Did they actually get lost? Um, let's let's talk about that later on, current events and everything, because I. I got to question some of that shit. Or we can go right here and start talking about it now. It's whatever, whatever. It's whatever. <laughs> it's the drip, bro. All right. Um, well, let's go ahead and get to some current events, all right? Let me go ahead and smash that, get that out of the way. I'm going to be short right. and sweet and to the point. Guys, right, we said over and over and over again, COVID-19, we're still under phase two. Still, still, people are you know protesting about you know something needs to be open, but but ladies and gentlemen, nice, don't do not let that distract you from something else that's going on. Now, a lot of people are saying that COVID nineteen is a political stunt. Um, if you guys know that the first rounds of stimulus was set by the Republicans. Now, our fellow grandma, Nancy Pelosi, is trying to push what is called the HEROES Act, which would give every American another round of the stimulus. Okay, that's from... Um, I really, really don't know because on because the first the first package was based on the Republicans, the Republicans this, Republicans that, Republicans this, Republicans that, and now the Democrats has their version of a stimulus called the Heroes Act, and we got to see how that right there is going to go. Now, ladies and gentlemen. If for those who say, oh, my God, the second stimulus package is coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Please, after this broadcast, go on YouTube and YouTube Schoolhouse Rock. I'm just a bill on Capitol Hill. This is only a bill. It has went to the Senate. Now we have to wait for it to pass. If this does pass, it could be mid-June before we start seeing any stimulus second round. Okay. In other news, in distraction news, ladies and gentlemen, we are now understanding the reason why former quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, Colin Kaepernick, took a knee. A young, innocent black black male was murdered by a police officer in Minneapolis by the name of now we'll say to interject, and I apologize, and I want to ah. let you roll on, but I can just get hit with this information All right. last night. Um, that individual, that person is actually related to Ms. Renee, and so my condolences and everything to the family, you know, not just for that, but just the fact of losing somebody as a human being. Like, I don't like, I don't like people in general, but I would never wish death on nobody. You know what I mean? Like, but, you know, I hate that that happened and I really want to make sure to, you know, energy and, and show my, you know, love and support and say that I hope, you know, everything works out and gets taken care of. All right. Um, well, my condolences to Miss Renee and also to the Floyd family. Now, we're going to elaborate on this right here because this particular crime is bringing up a lot of uproar in all social media platforms. 
Okay. This is what we know. Black man, white cop. Black man, black man's forced down to the ground. White cop goes on top, puts his knee to black man's neck, strangles, strangles him, and kills him. Okay. An innocent black man, unarmed, didn't do anything. You can hear the man cry out, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Now, a lot of people are saying that this right here, alright, that this right here is a this right here is another one of those black on white crimes what comes out to cops. Yes, it is. Unfortunately, it's sad that we still have what's called modern day cleansing, a modern day um race or racial um crimes a good cop bad cop now in the video it does show another cop an innocent cop me personally i think it's george zimmerman's cousin because they do look alike um he's just standing there just looking at it and he knows it's wrong and he's staring at the camera where another person is videoing the whole thing now, the mayor in Minneapolis now is saying that the officer needs to be charged with murder. Our president finally came out and said something about the crime. Even Joe Biden came out and said something about the crime. Now, my fellow Americans, this is what I have to say about this. Okay? 30 years ago, Spike Lee put out a movie called Do the Right Thing. And it has a scene, and it has a scene in it where a white officer goes to a black man unarmed, strangles him, and kills him. Ladies and gentlemen, that was 30 years ago. Let's go, let's go farther back than that to where Martin Luther King, in the same city, I mind you, held a peaceful march. Alex Shabazz, you guys might know him as Malcolm Little, but everybody else knows him as Malcolm X. Told Martin Luther King, this protest is not going to work. People on Twitter are now saying that Martin Luther King's dream, his speech, was nothing but bullshit. That they should have followed Malcolm X. Now, that's putting a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths because... Malcolm X, with any means necessary, Martin Luther King turned the other cheek. Me personally, how much more does a particular race has to put up with another particular race? When will our government stop and care about the people? 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's just about modern day slavery. Martin, and just like Will Smith said, racist people didn't stop. It's just now being filmed. All right, now let's lighten up the situation. Yesterday, we were supposed to have a space launch. The space launch was supposed to be two people going up and supposed to land on the moon to go from the moon to Mars. And it's supposed to be a 19-hour trip. If this trip was successful, this would put men closer than going to the moon and going to Mars, and they don't have to be in the armed services. A regular civilian could do it. So in other words, I could be like, hey, Rich, you want to go to Mars? Yeah, man, let's go to Mars. I bet. Let's go to Mars. <laughs> now, it was canceled due to the rain and due to Bertha. Tropical storm Bertha. And then we have a person. Now, they're supposed to relaunch and go again this Saturday. My question is this. Rich. My question is this. How in the hell are we supposed to practice social distancing when you have two astronauts about to go into space? How are we going to send two people into space when everything is supposed to be grounded? It's putting a lot of conspiracy theories and people conspiracies back in action. Was Area 51 and Neil Armstrong nothing but a good 15-second film? I've definitely heard that a million times, especially here in Lakeland. I've actually caught myself watching some of those uh, like different theory documentaries mm-hmm. on Netflix. Like I've actually been saying a few interesting things. Um, I can't really readily remember the one I saw, but they kind of touched on uh, it's an actual show, actually. And I thought it was just that. It's called Project Blue Book. And they talk about the actual Project Blue Book. And, you know, there was a doctor who came out, and I want to say 1980-something. I'd have to actually jump on the Netflix, which I don't want to do right this second. Um, I want you guys to actually start getting on Netflix and look up some of this stuff because you have no idea the kind of information that's out there. Yeah, Netflix is something that I probably wouldn't really be sitting here looking at that hard if it wasn't for, you know, the coronavirus. Having to stay home You know, the stuff these these people are talking about, man, it makes you think it might not necessarily be true. It might not necessarily be a lie, but it makes you think of the possibility. And what it also makes you think is, if this is possible, what else have I heard could be possible? What they've talked about Eisenhower having secret meetings with, you know, said aliens. Like, this is all already not even our world. Like, they're already here watching this. They're already here snatching it. We know about it, and we have already brokered a deal to where, you know, the common man is just looking at as a, what do they call it, conspiracy theorist instead of a truth teller. I mean, look at some of the hieroglyphs, the old pictures. 
angels are not angels. You know? That was how the human mind depicted what they saw as just a floating person. It's got to be wings. But they never saw wings. You know what I mean? So it's like, it kind of makes you think, like I said. Yeah, it does make you think, especially when people are coming out, especially the, um, I want to say the archaeologists or the Indiana Jones, if I may use those those people. Yeah. Are coming out, and even even the <laughs> natives of the tribes in Egypt, we all know the four singing eye, the you know little eye that comes down, little things. Katy Perry actually has it in the background of um, wild horses. Imagine with a wild horse, but, but you know, you know that has Juicy J. Yeah. It has Juicy J in it. Yeah, and in that song, yeah. if you listen to it, it does make reference to Aphrodite. It does make reference to Medusa and to a lot of the pharaohs. And in the back, it has Katy Perry as Cleopatra, and it has a foreseen eye in the background. A lot of people are saying that that's not an eye. That's a brain. Yeah. At one point, yes, that the brain sees all and the brain can play tricks on you. And they're saying that it's not, it's us, humans, that are being big brother, meaning we're looking at each other, we're watching each other. Okay? That, yes, we do have another being, other beings, Watching us, are we nothing but experiments? That the government knows about, so that's what I'm saying. Like, when you, when you take the time and you actually look at all this stuff that's out there, man, that's what I'm telling the fans like, go pay attention to this stuff. Look at Hulu, look at Amazon, go look at Netflix. You know what I mean? This stuff is out there, bro. Like, that project blue book. the show was one thing, but to actually see mm-hmm. documentation backing up some. You know, meetings, some of these actual sightings, conversations. You know, the whole thing with the Bermuda Triangle actually being a alien outpost underwater. You know, Atlantis might not have actually been, might have been an island, or it could have been a spacecraft. They do say that there were excerpts saying that you know, basically the island lifted. Well, if it lifted, why do people think it went under? You know. So it's like that was an alien crap. That was an alien being. You know what I mean? So now, I'm not saying it's actual fact. I'm not saying it's not fact. But what I'm saying is it makes you think. And it's just like, well, if it could be, what else could Now, be? I have heard the conspiracy about Atlantis and everything. Okay? If you go back uh-huh. and look and start with, I think, Apollo or Discovery. Yeah. They're making reference to an Atlantis, 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 Atlantis. Even in, um, what, what's Homeboy's name? The plate same with Wiki. Sanjaya Bluff? No. Who's the. Di- yeah. Sanjaya Bluff. My bad. Hey, hey. <laughs> shout out to him, man. I did not mean to butcher your name like that, dog. Please don't. Please don't flip <laughs> on me like Christian Bale, man. Don't flip on me, dog. Look, 
Now, if nothing else, he was in every black person's hoes and hoes. Transformers got his name. <laughs> and you forgot that. Yeah. And, and Constantine. Constantine. Yeah. Those for the comic book fans. But, like, bro, but anyway, that was funny. But go ahead. <laughs> now, if you watch Transformers with him in it, when he starts wigging out and starts looks like he's having seizures and everything, he does say they have landed and they have found Atlantis. And I think that one of um Ah, you gotta help me out. Not Gavatron, but one of the soldiers, one of the proms said that he was guard the one the one with the beard. Yeah, the fallen. The fallen. Yeah, that he was guarding Atlantis. That it is underwater. Mm. Well, to be honest with you, there's so much shit they put in that mythos as far as the Transformer history. And for those who don't, who aren't comic book fans, which in season two, I'm telling you right oh, now, yes. I'm gonna turn it up with the comic book shit. I you know, can't yeah, wait. The indie music and shit. I'm gonna keep because I, you know, me as an indie artist, I got music still rolling out. So I'm gonna keep it with the indie man. There's a lot of artists I'm putting on. Shout out to Shane on it. Shout out to us, RMG893. Shout out to Gadget619. Like, I'm fucking with a lot of people. Shout out to G Money, Lantana Jones. Man, uh, there's a lot of artists I'm rocking with right now. South Park Tony. Um, was it 150 Blaze out there in uh, Stony Brook? But he in Georgia. He killing them right now. Poor FBG. Uh, you got a lot of artists, man. Man, I got a lot of people. I want to shout out. Yeah, bro. Like, just I'm stop. Trying to, just stop. Just stop. Just stop. Just stop with the shout outs. It's a lot of them. But anyway, I'll get y'all later. Shout out to everybody who I didn't say. But anyway, moving forward, it's still like that's one of the words that they use. It's called mythos as far as comic books. So moving forward, I'm not going to be explaining that again. When I'm saying something about comic books and I say mythos, that's what I mean. So anyway, as far as Transformers, there's so much shit behind that falling that I'm not quite sure how to believe that lines up with him in Atlantis. But, you know, that could be one of those things I just haven't noticed or had the opportunity to catch up with yet. But I do know... <clears throat> that things of nature have been spoken just like um they talked about a lot of the deities like in uh vishnu and stuff like that like those beings were half alien which is why they could quote unquote had the powers they had the ability they now, had. you know what i mean so i'm just saying you gotta now, that stuff up, now man. it's 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 real i believe in deities I believe in it, it, even in the Bible, it talks now in the Bible, it doesn't quite say, oh, deity, 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 deity. But we know that. But if you guys, I'm a Kevin Smith fan, and you know, Kevin Smith is also a comic book fan. If you guys have watched the movie Dogma, Dogma has Atlantis Morissette, and Atlantis Morissette is quote, quote, God. Alan Rickman plays a deity or the voice of God. Now, to bring that present day, now it's kind of like Moses in the burning bush. Yes, we all know that was God, but the burning bush was a deity. 
God came to the form of a donkey. The donkey was a deity. And then you have Jesus. Jesus, in some religions, are quote, quote, a deity. Okay? I believe in deities. And the reason why, dude, I shit you not, I was at Riceville Beach. I was, I say, I want to say I was 16. Went for a church. Um, it's kind of like a church camp, a church retreat. You know, I was invited to go, whatnot. We went to the beach. All right. Now, okay. me, like other black people, I can't swim, but I love water. So I took a, I took a, a boogie board. I went out in, into the ocean. I went, I went too far out. I got swept under a rip current. And dude, I shit you not. Who is the god of water? Um, come on, man. SpongeBob, man. Come on. Uh, 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 shut the fuck up. Ah. Uh. Ah, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, it's on the tip of my fucking tongue. He has a trident and everything. Nope. Ah. Nope. What's the other brother? Wow. Yes! <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know what you're right now. It's on the tip of my tongue, too. Yeah, damn it. It's the drip. <laughs> but anyway, I shit you, I shit you not, man. man. I seen it was kind of like in um yeah, it's kind of like in the Odyssey with Lem with Lem Nielsen in it. Dude, I shit you not. It looked like the ocean took form of Neptune, took me, scooped me up, and led me like like Mohana back to shore. I shit you not, man. I swear to you, I seen fucking Neptune. I was not high because I didn't know what drugs were when I was 16. So, no. Okay. It was weird. And and, And nobody believed me. No, because I told you, the lifeguard, I was like, yo, I seen Neptune. And it was like, no, nah, you're just delirious because you passed out. I said, no, no, man. I see Neptune. Neptune's real. Now, now he didn't have a now he didn't have a trident, and he didn't look like oh he didn't look like Aquaman, and he didn't look like old buddy from from the Justice League. Nah, this dude. It was kind of like the water just went and just formed, and uh, I can't explain it, dude. <laughs> I believe you, bro. It's how you explaining it. So I mean, yeah, yeah, that's one of those things that you got to be there for. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying you didn't, you didn't experience that, but I can't rationalize that for you. I wasn't there, but I mean. I believe that happened, bro. I mean, shit like that happens all the time, bro. Like, I remember one time, bro, I kid you not. Actually, two different times. I kid you not. I have seen, I have had the 
I don't know. I mean, most people, I guess, would say angel. That's how my mom would put it. But, you know, we were out of gas one time. My pops was out on business. He uh, was dealing with transportation. We were living in Raleigh, bro. And we were stuck on Capitol Boulevard. We were stuck out that bitch for like two hours, bro. And some white dude in the truck, bro, came up, came, got me, um, went and took me to the gas station, bought a gas can put the gas in it, paid for it, took me back to my mama's car, fucking let me put, you know, sat there long enough for us to put the gas in there, make sure it got the car to cut on so that she could get to the, go back to the gas and put more in. Bro, I kid you not, as soon as we jumped on fucking damn uh, Capitol Boulevard and looked back at the shoulder, I kid you not, dude, uh, the truck was gone. Like, no bullshit. Now, the second time I've had an experience that was crazier than that, I think, was me and Mom's was driving, heading up this way. This is way back in shit, bro, like 2001. The first time I ever knew anything about this area. Mm-hmm. We were coming through Sanford, and when you come through Sanford, there's this weird little yep. pass where you go under a bridge. And when you go through that bridge and you get ready to come up to another stoplight, there's this weird-ass dip. And under it, there was a man, I kid you not, dressed and looked just like Jesus Christ. Robe, um, tie rope to tie the, 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 you know, dressing around him and was carrying a cross. And bruh, me and moms both caught that shit. And I kid you not, the second we turned around, because it won't no more than a second. It wasn't like, did I really see that? No, we saw that shit. And look in the in the fucking span of a second, don't, bruh. That shit was like the trippiest shit. And now, I know I didn't know nothing about weed. And shit. That was before. That was before I even knew what that was. Like, bruh, that shit was like the, those two experiences are like the trippiest shit. Not the, but two of the most. You know, one of those like I have no now, way to really explain that. You know where Larry's apartment is in KP, right? All right, you know where Whitley's car wash is, huh? KP. Where where uh used to be right beside of it used to be yeah. RR barbecue. All right. Back in the day, I used to walk from Larry's yeah. apartments to RR barbecue because that's where I used to work. All right. I kid you not. I do. That look like Jesus Christ, man. Well, okay, to some people, I might get bashed for this. He looked like white Jesus, all right. He looked like white. He looked like white Jesus. Came, start talking to me, start quoting me everything, and just starts. Hey, man, I know that you have a lot of shit going on in your life. Your wife's pregnant and everything, and um, she's gonna have this one. I'm sorry about your miscarriage. Your miscarriage. I'm like, hold up. I don't know you. You don't know my son's mom. How in the hell do you know this information? The dude comes up and was like, hey, people just call me JC. I turn around, I kept walking, I turn around, home dude gone. Dude, I was late that day because I was looking for that dude. I was like, JC, wait a minute. And if if I can get releases, they said we never know when he's coming back. He could be walking earth now. So those who believe, hey, I could have been talking to Jesus Christ. I don't know. 
you could you could have seen Jesus Christ. You don't know. All right. That tune. Hey, real yeah. talk, that could, that, that, I mean, that's real, bro. Like, I'm, I'm not really trying to say that in no other way, shape, or form. Don't get it twisted. Like, we just, you know, bullshit can we get lit on this show. But, like, that's a real thing. Those things happen. And that's just one of those you can't explain it unless you're either there or, yeah, unless you're there. Because, I mean, the human brain is something else. You rationalize things differently. Which is where that conversation branched off from, and how people saw creatures like Vishnu and didn't understand what they were saying and drew depictions of them with, ain't, you know, with wings on. They didn't have it. You know what I mean? But in order to interject to lighten it up just for a few minutes, I had an idea. You know, this is something we haven't done in the show, but I have definitely talked about it a few times. And what you guys don't know is me and my homie be damn sitting here. Got them on some business shit when we, you know, when we're sitting here politicking with you guys. I got this dude on duo right now. One of the dudes we fuck with the hardest is Slash Piff. Slash Piff has what you would call, okay, I guess a film company, and it's called Piff Films. Now with Piff Films, I have something very intriguing right now. Now I'm going. Shut this down for a second. Let that just be quiet. And I want to get to this. Now, this is one of this is one of his, I guess, one of their movies. And you know, we're gonna sit here and glance at this joint for just a second. You know what I mean? Actually, actually, I know one better than that. We're gonna review my homie video. Now, two weeks ago, he put out this joint called uh, 893 Anthem did a video for the joint, you know what I mean? And the video, nice. So, we're gonna, we gonna chop that up and we're gonna give a real one of our first that's what's up video feedback right now. So, you know, why you guys are paying attention and you'll be listening. Um, let me turn the homie around and we're gonna get into this. Slash pill with that RMG eight nine three. Yeah. 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 Originality in this joint because I think that's one of the things. 
that most people forget when they're doing their videos is to keep it original and dope with the music. And what I'm looking at, I don't know what Cosmos thinks, but what I'm looking at, I'm feeling this. I am feeling this. I'm going to keep my comments to after the video's done. Because I want to know how in the hell did I make a cameo in this video? Uh, <laughs> Damn. Hey, 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 this was Shout out to Slash Hill. Black bottle popping got his leg. Pressure in my crane got me late. Shout out to Slash Piff. All right, my G. What did you think of the video? That was that Slash Piff 893 anthem. Go check it out uh, on YouTube right now, man. Go to the homies' damn page. Also, check him out with that Piff Films where he does a lot of videos, which, you know, we'll get into on, on one of our next joints, man. You know, we'll say that for another show. We don't want to bombard you too much with the homie. But y'all need to go check him out. That is an original. All right, before I go in right into so, uh, my critiqueness, make sure if you guys are feeling that video, make sure you click on the like and subscribe. Show him some love. And I'll... It will if you following us on Twitter. It is on our Twitter page. Uh, okay, it has been shared to um, the seven hundred four. Split more before Cosmos, the video really got into it. I had the mystery science theater scene playing in my head because I feel like I was about to be some mystery science theater up in here critiquing this video. Um, as far as originality, this video is original as hell. You know, I like the original. He. And like you said, it's hard nowadays for artists to keep videos original and go along and keep it interesting with the beat playing in the back. Um, Slash Piff, I don't know how you got me to, but even before I grew my hair out and took off the glasses in that video, I don't know. I must have been lit that day. I don't remember recording that video. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm jobbing with y'all but um, yeah <laughs> heck yeah that's what that's what's all about man having have a good time with your own music exactly so make sure you go over to the twitter page follow us at the 704 drip show and rate that joint right now thumbs up thumbs down let us know what it is man i'm definitely feeling that just because number one like i said original i i rock with the homie he's been down for a minute you know what i mean um hopefully trying to get in some of this video work with them boys soon you know which we'll talk about yep. another day too but I'm fucking with it, and that's one of the few artists I've seen on a consistent basis doing their own thing. Like, I don't know how he's doing it, but he's doing his own videos like all the time, bro. He stay consistent. Like, I know, I want to say last year the homie dropped like 
What last year? Yeah, it had to be last year. Damn. Let me drop like that's what it do. I kid you not, like fucking twenty mixtapes, bro. Maybe, maybe more, bro. I shit you not. Like go go look him up, man. Slash fifth. Not fucking around. The boy is damn. I don't know why. Motherfuckers ain't threw no money at this boy. Like, let him just do his label the way he wants to. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> like, I rock with him. So y'all go check that shit out, man. Now, as far as you other artists, if you want your, you know, your video, hit us up with that feedback. You know what I mean? All you got to do is let us know what time it is, where your video is, DM us, or send a message with your video link in it to ysf.betareal at gmail.com. Put in the subject, rate it. Let me know what time it is, man. We're going to definitely put it up and we're going to rate that joint, man. Like, because, yo, I rock with it. You know what I mean? And we do, we're going to definitely do a lot mm-hmm. more. I thought about, you know, comic books explained and all kinds of stuff. But it's like, when you rate stuff like that, it, it helps everybody. You know what I mean? So I need you guys to definitely let us know what you think. You know, artists keep it original. That's how you stay saucy and jippy. I'm still meditating anyway, on the up, video and everything and going back and view, mentally viewing other videos I've seen with local artists and whatnot. Um, one artist in particular um, that's local and he's mainstream and you know the artist everybody knows the artist it's the baby now comparing this video and I think the video that yeah. I'm thinking I think the name of the music video is Bop when he's wearing the um the, the Carolina the Charlotte Harness jersey and everything in it and it looks like he's in front of the gym theater but later find out he's in Charlotte videotaping the damn video, downtown Charlotte. But, and Bop, Bop was original, believe it or not. That was original. Just like this cat was Slash Piff, he kept it original. Hey, I think some of, it, even some of our videos we did, we kept it original. Especially Perp. Purple, well, Purple, purple, whatever you want to call it, original. <laughs> Shout out to damn Tony Finesse for producing that. Joint. Shout out to Tony Finesse, man. Shout out to Liz Versus. That was definitely the second video I've done. Shout out to Heat Films, man. I need him to get back to work, yo. I got a lot of stupid ideas right now until I start working with the camera. But outside of that, you know what I mean? Like, we just going to right now here in the background is the homie Lantana Jones' uh, album with that friend of me. And this joint right here is called Say Karma Freestyle, man. It's on Spotify. Y'all need to go check that shit out. Um... I guess right now we just, mm-hmm. I need to shout out probably a few artists that I think definitely working right now. Uh, I already said, what's up, the Slash Bill? I need y'all go check out Shane Most Wanted, S-H-A-N-O, space, Most Wanted. You already know how to spell it, one word. Check him out, man. He got a new joint out right now called Lately. It's on that... Um, 
playlist on uh, Deezer, man. Go check that shit out, man. Go hit play, rate, share that joint, man. I've been rocking with the homie. He also got a radio show called Real Spit Radio on blogtalk.com. Go check him out. Any artists you working with? Uh, well, um, actually, me and Gadget is in the studio working on his first LP. Um, and it's all original. And the reason why I'm going to be heavily pushing Gadget is because, dude, he's 13 years old. Everything you're hearing is original. What I mean by original, meaning that it's coming out of his head. He's taking the four, the five lines, five space, the excuse me, five lines, four spaces, the circle of 26 is coming up with some crazy, crazy, crazy beats and tracks that I can't wait to let you guys hear it and everything. Um, if you guys want a sample of what Gadget's been doing, me and him did a collaboration together and it's featured on The Motivation. It's called Rick James. You guys gotta check it out. It's nasty. It's funky. Um, yo, and I definitely yes, sir. That, that is yes, also sir. on the um, Other artists I'm working with, um, an international artist. They finally came back. I've been working with these peeps for a while. Um, that's CSN. You guys don't know who CSN is. It's the Cafeteria Soup Nazis. Um, they're coming out with a three-track album. Um, when they're going to release it, I don't know. They're, they're funky. And the reason why this group is funky is because they are not getting any love whatsoever in America. It's all overseas. And it's weird. It's, it's weird like that because um, a lot of artists that's in that particular genre starts big overseas then it seems like the fuss leaks over here to, to America. It was like, oh, okay, since overseas likes them, like, I guess we're gonna like them too. Yeah. And see, that's something that I actually not meaning to interrupt you, but I had to interrupt when you said that. That I actually have an interview coming up soon, man, with the homie G Money. Shout out to 910 County. Uh, the homie has an album out right now called Mind on Money. Um, so, you know, check that shit out on Spotify. But me and him were talking about the same thing. And also, another artist I was talking about that with was uh, South Park Tony down in South Carolina, man. Like, it seems like everybody elsewhere outside of your areas who gives you the attention or time of day first. And then once enough people are the right person or you've done the right track with the right artist, then they jump on you as far as your local. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't understand why I have to get attention in Brazil or Europe. You know what I mean? Not that I'm mad about that. I, I appreciate the love, whoever listens to it, but why do I have to get that far off love before I get that home love and I'm right here with y'all? Y'all can get it the easiest. You know, why um, do I have to do I actually ask an international artist Actually, I ask our ambassador, you know, why is it like that? Why is it that, you know, it's harder for us here in the States than it is overseas? 
And he said it's because of the music and how they promote music overseas. Music is totally different. All right. For instance, here, if we go to a club, we probably hear anything at one club. We probably hear anything from Slash Piff to Leonard Skinner to freaking Onyx to the Beastie Boys, the Corn, then the Body Count to Freddie Wap, Waka Flocka, all in one club. Okay. But if you go overseas, hey man, let's go to the hip hop pub. That's the only thing you're going to hear. It's nothing. Exactly. I. Oh no! I'm sorry about that. I had a phone call and come in right in the middle of what I was talking, man. But anyway, um, like I was saying, if you go overseas, if you go to a, a pub, if you want to hear hip hop. You go to a hip hop pub. If you want to go to an alternative pub, you go to an alternative pub. That's the only thing they play. You won't go and have to sit in the club and have to request to hear um, a particular song because you know in the club you go to overseas, you're going to hear it. And, and like, for instance, and see that's what's in the states. Go ahead, though. If you go to a rock concert, and you're in the crowd, you start jumping around and throwing elbows and everything. It's called a march pit. Now, if you're in the states, if you go to a hip hop concert, and it's like with what Ludacris said, throwing bows and everything. What are you doing? You're getting crunk. It's the same exact thing as a marsh pit, but hip hop, you have marsh, uh, excuse me, hip hop, you have crunk, rock, you have marsh pit. Overseas, moshing. It doesn't matter if it's rock, it doesn't matter if it's hip hop, they're going to mosh to it. That's why you have here in the States, that's why you have so many. Older rap artists like Ice T and Prophet Ice T, Prophets of Rage, and all that going and taking their group and forming super groups that's with rock music is because it's more appreciative overseas. Like Body Count, we know Body Count is Ice T's rock group, Body Count has been around for a hot minute. Now, if I go and I ask a regular Joe here in the States, hey, man, have you heard Body Count? No, man. It doesn't matter what generation. But I bet you if I go overseas, man, have you heard Body Count? Yeah, man, Body Count. That's the one with Ice-T. When he goes and does the thing with the go, yeah, me like it. Yeah, me like Ice-T. See? I mean, how many many people do you know can – can go and march they do it overseas and it's like you have a fucking rock concert dude I don't get it and it's been like that since the 60s Hendrix 
got his yeah. Hendrix didn't get famous to after he came back from being overseas. The Stones, Dynamax, Beastie Boys. Ah, I mean, why? And people want to know why America is considered a third world country. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, as an artist, it's crazy that hard to get your attention, which is why I'm glad that, you know, I have this, this show. We have this podcast, this platform, which, you know, we'll stand quiet about the rest of it, but we're working on it. And it's helping artists right here. Like, that's ridiculous. That, that's bad because I know as an artist, at least I'm glad that people, regardless of where they are, are listening, but it's like, I always feel like, at least for me, and I might not be the only local artist, but like, I just feel like I should always take over my city before I worry about anything else because I feel like if my city don't fuck with me, why would anybody else fuck with me? But it's the opposite as I'm seeing that is the people outside of my area fuck with me the hardest, and then it's trickling down close. You know what I mean? Like, I just recently started getting listening. That's what's up. Again. I and from, uh, and I, me personally, album and I, think, I can say actually. this because I have been on both ends of the spectrum, being now hip-hop and being also in bands, rock bands, playing gigs and everything. If your shit, and I think we said this in the last show, if your shit don't sound fresh in the first three seconds, you're not going to get any recognition whatsoever. I can tell you numerous of times, and shout out to freaking Tim Burkhalter. That was my guitar player. And shout out to Tiny. That was our drummer. We've been on, on Common Grounds in Concord, which is a little coffee shop. Now it's called the, the Java Express, some shit like that. But anyway, we in there playing our heart out with some original shit. And we got two, three people in the freaking shop. Like, just sing along. To our original shit. Now, if we go out and bust some freaking Chevelle or some corn, things that's familiar and everything, here comes the crowd. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, man, we know that you guys are an awesome cover band. Man, we're not a cover man, dude. We just, we just, yeah. That's like, um, it's like go- going back to the hip hop. Now, we did a concert that, right? in, uh, in Concord, okay? Now, um, when the other artist, I'm not gonna mutter his name, oh when he came on, he came on on the mic. He was rapping to a familiar track, which was Eminem. Everybody in the freaking <laughs> club was like, "Oh yes, Eminem, heck yeah!" They're rocking it, not paying not one single attention to what the dude was spitting because all that shit was original. He just spit on a familiar track to get your guy's ear. Yeah. And it's crazy how that works. See what I'm saying? And it's something that has already been familiar. Not, you know, what mm-hmm. the work that I put in, the original beat I'm on. You know what I mean? Hell, they bring you listening to his original word. They just heard they already knew. So it's like, it's crazy that you have to do that. But, you know, as I move forward, I'm thankful because it has definitely made me push harder. It's just crazy to see that, you know, because I was expecting, the, you know, the opposite. I've always been pushing for the opposite. But 
the opposite is actually the result. I'm getting more attention from people outside of my area or who don't actually fuck with me. I'm getting more attention from the people yeah. who I don't even know. They hit play, they hit share, and it's putting change in my pocket. That's crazy. When people can do the same thing, just hit play, just hit share. It's just that easy. And I know you act like you fuck with me, my friend. Why not? But, you know, like I said before in post, Music shit has definitely shown me who's really here for me. <coughs> this shit will open your eyes when you really focus on something. And it could have been anything. It could have been me deciding to draw and shit and be a painter. But the fact that I'm focused, actually focused my heart and attention and money on, motherfuckers will not hit play. That's crazy. But you know, we'll cut that off right here for a minute, you know what I mean? And we're going to sit back, I'm going to pack another bowl, roll another thing, me and Cosmos going to get that tea. Man, this is definitely the 704 Drip Artist. Holla at me, man. Make sure you get uh, all your information over to us. Hit me up. Uh, all you got to do is send me an email or DM me or message me through the show. But if you want to hit me with an email, real. Yo, we'll be back after this damn commercial from Hennessy. Shout out to Hennessy. Yo, after a long, hard day, man, I definitely take the time to roll a blunt, make it a hog leg, pour me a shot of that good old Hennessy. And if it's a stressful weekend or I'm in the studio, you know I'm killing that Hennessy Black. Get you some good cognac. Yo, what's good, everybody? You are now tuned in to the 704 Drip with your host, Rich the King, a.k.a. Young Be The Real. And I got a special guest, my homie. Used to be known as Clover Lane, now known as South Paul Tony out of South Carolina. What's up, baby? What's good, bro? What's happening with what it is? Same old, same old. Making it happen, bro. I'm glad I got you up here on the show, man. I appreciate you sliding through for the finale episode. Uh, right now, I got your album in the background, uh, which is that Mind of a Mogul that Now or Never is playing right now, man. So just in order to get them started, tell them about yourself. You know how you got started with the music or whatnot. And then let's roll on from there, man. Right. Cheers, man. I always had a real deep love for music, right? So I, I'm, I'm from an old school, so you know, I always, always love music. I'm pretty much everybody in my family. And like that. So, you know, it was you know, I, 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 I fell right in, you know? So, and, uh, I had a friend of mine, you know, so he's been, he been doing music, and I don't know, 20, 20 plus, so. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, um, with that being said, you got some music out. Um, what's your first album? Like, like, so they can go ahead and start backtracking you now. First album was called um, "Who's Laughing Now." You know what I'm saying? Um, by me, of course. Uh, all production by me. I was, I was a rookie head, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I, I was so, I was so goddamn. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, shit, I, I put it together and I, I put it out. I mean, it, it got a good response. You know what I'm saying? And, um, that shit was dope. Bit. Okay. So with that being said, 
you got it all in with that and um i'm assuming you had some features were there any features on that first album before we get to your you know some of your more recent music that was actually i guess kind of big for you on that album considering you were a rookie and that was probably your first project well i had um I have a homeboy verse change on there. I have my homeboy uh, Caroline Gill on there. A couple of on a lot of things, actually. Okay, okay. So. You got, um, I know you have some uh, newer music that you're probably working on, man. Um, do you have any idea when you're going to release that? Uh, no, they don't really definitely finish, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, uh, you know what I'm talking about, like, 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 you know, Mm-hmm. All right, bet. So always, always working. Always working. That's what's up, man. Um, any singles you got coming out? Well, I got one coming out probably in about a month. Okay. It's gonna be called uh, "Do What I Want To." Bet. Okay. Who's produced it? Any features, or is it just solo dolo? Uh, it's, it's, it's solo dolo, you know what I'm saying? Well, I do, I do have a, a dope female singing the hook, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, she don't want to be, you know, in the light. Okay. Just, she said a dope female, and she can sing, but, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I do want to, um, uh, the beat was produced by her friends. Um, uh, not one of her country, so, uh-huh. All right, so and it's called Do What I Want To and just getting ready to be released. You said in a month, yeah, about a month. All right, all right. For those who don't know, man, I linked up with Clover Lane a while back, man. Um, um, on my joint. Right after I did that joint with Jay Nice, aka G Money, which was niggas hating, I did a joint called Dollars with Clover Lane, aka now known as South Paul Tony. You know what I mean? And um, he helped me out, man. And like, I, I honestly, when I sent it down, I didn't even think he was gonna do it. Like, cause that was one of my biggest things when I was starting is trying to get features and people just like, nah, or, you know, BS or taking forever and they, they don't want to tell you, they don't want to get on it. So they just hold the damn track forever and ever. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, I, 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 I was glad to be a part of it. I was glad to even, you know, give about doing the joint. Cause like when I heard the track, no shout out, you know, that ain't open the DJ gamble, you know what I'm saying? Yes, like, sir. I was like, bro, that shit dope as fuck. Yes, sir. Shout out to damn DJ Gamble 803, man. I know a lot of motherfuckers really don't be bringing his name up like they used to, but y'all need to check him out, man. Um, To my recollection, he's still producing. He got a lot of dope shit on SoundCloud, man. Go get that shit. Purchase them shits now. I'm telling you, the boy is damn flame, and he wrecked everybody know him. You know what I mean? If you don't know who DJ Gamble 803 is, bro, at least heard of him. Yo, I don't know what you're doing. So, 
with that being said, I slid it over and I'm, I'm glad you sent that joint back. Didn't take you no time to do it either, which was even, you know, more incredible for me because it was like it was very fast and expeditious. You know, what I mean, which I always appreciate. I never rush nobody unless it's a project I'm trying to do real quick, which I'm good for doing because I'm one of them artists that I can just hear some beats and be like, yo, I want that to make that a project. And I just do shit. But. You know, you sent that shit back. You know, you took your time. You, you got that shit right. You mastered it. You know what I mean? And I appreciate that shit. That is like one of the most popular joints on my Spotify right now, man. Y'all go check that out. That got them smoked out too, reloaded with that uh, dollars, a.k.a. used to be known as paper. Uh, when I had when I had tried to release it before that, man, by South Paul Tony on the feature, and he killed that hook, man. So y'all better go fuck with him, man. Other indie artists, I keep trying to tell you, fuck with other indie artists, man. That's how you gonna get out there. It's all well and nice to give X, Y, and Z a few dollars for they damn verse or hook or when Boosty come in town. That's cute, you know what I mean? But them niggas don't give a fuck about you, you know what I mean? They just want your money and they just gonna do some shit on your little music and keep it moving. Other indie artists take their time because they want to put their heart into your music the way they put it into their own. And that's why I fucks with them. So y'all definitely stay tuned, man, because we definitely got some new shit coming. You know what I mean? Like, real talk. Like, I'm I'm really trying to sit down and get some video shit planned out with the dude, man. Like, if I can get the SC and get this video popping, we damn sure get to make this happen. Oh, for sure. That's what's up, man. And, you know, moving forward, man, I, you know... We're going to start, I'm going to get ready, you know, working on a lot of things so I can start back traveling, man. We need to link up, like, no bullshit, bro. Like, I know you know some people down there. I know two other niggas I want to put you on down there in Georgia, you know what I mean? Shout out to Slash Piff, RMG893. Shout out to uh, 150 GTO Blaze. Man, I'm telling you, I know y'all boys would definitely do some good music, man. So, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, bro. Um, as far as everything going on with the COVID down there in South Carolina, man, I got to ask, what is it like down there with, oh, you man. know, this social distancing? Because I know in North Carolina, niggas ain't listening. Well, I'm going to tell you like this right here, man. In South Carolina, man, niggas ain't listening. But I always practice social distancing regardless of if we in a social distancing situation or not. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I roll, you know? Like, uh-uh. I hang with, you know what I'm saying, very few, you know what I'm saying, I rock with, you know what I'm saying, very few, shout out to the homeboys, I know who y'all live, you know what I'm saying, and um, shit, that's like, so sweet, that's a big thing for me, bro. That's what's up, and just to ask, man, you are keeping up with your PPEs, your masks, your your gloves, whatnot, keeping yourself and your family safe, though, too. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, shit, I'm considered an essential worker, so, you know, I'm up on game. There you go, there you go. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to that check because it's on the way. I know that's <laughs> <laughs> you dumb. That's <laughs> that's real shit. Hey, that's some real indie shit, bro. Niggas still got to work a nine to five to this music takeoff, man. Yeah. Fuck the bullshit. Yeah. Damn right, and I appreciate that shit, bro. Because I'm really seeing as we jump into another one of your joints that's about to roll on, which is that legacy right behind us. But like, I see a lot of people are not trying to really adhere to that and it's like bro if you got family if you got kids and stuff you know even if you don't care about yourself you got to stay you know pretty damn kosher for the family you know you don't want to bring nothing back home yeah i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you what it is the south the south always been known to be rebellious you know what i'm talking about like you know yeah. 
going across that plane, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, they, they fly in the north, you know what I'm talking about? So, like, we don't do what we want to do. We don't do what nobody say. You know, you know, people in the they don't, they don't do what they want to do. They don't move how they want to move. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I mean, but it, I, I say this right here, though. If you do records, you don't get records. You know what I'm saying? So, and 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 considering even though you're an essential worker, what do you think about them telling you know starting to, I guess, go toward the direction of telling people to go back to work even though the cases have been steadily rising? Like I think right now we just hit ten thousand, and we're the you know we have the highest death rate for COVID right now in the world. Well, like I say, being a essential worker, like not what I do. trying to got them be like forced to be at home and shit or damn worst case scenario you know uh, you know actually you know die from it you know what i mean because that's what a lot of people are misjudging what's going on and they're forgetting yeah. that you know people are still dying there are a whole bunch of reasons for why people are passing away you know on top of having health issues which are bigger triggers for covid taking those people out so you know black people be careful you heard it from somewhere else it's not just me your host telling you that shit it's another artist another worker another grown person out here trying to make it telling y'all get it together get your minds right man and stay protective man because you you don't want to get sick you don't want nobody in your family to get sick or worse die but I appreciate that, man. Um, any plans for the summer? I mean, I don't know. COVID is going crazy, but they slowly trying to open everything up, man. Summer coming. As an artist, you got anything going on? You going to try to do some shows? I mean, if they, if, they, if, they, if, they, if they become available, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm with that. Bet. But uh, I think, like, I'm going to be honest with you. Because, you know, with this COVID, you don't know how the COVID thing going to go. Yeah. Like, me personally... I'm not going to put myself in an establishment where there's uh, 250 people or more, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know where they've been, I don't know who they've been around, you know I look, I don't take no chances when it comes to my health. You know? I got you. And I appreciate that, man. That's real. That's real. That's a real shit. It's not you just trying to keep up with everybody else. Like, you're really worried and trying to stay conscientious about everything. So, you know, I definitely appreciate that down there, South Carolina, man, because that was definitely a question on my mind. Like, damn, I wonder what the South Carolina scene is like, because I know what it's like here. So. It's crazy, man. Like, but you know, South Carolina is considered a simple word. You know, it's not a fact. I hear plants just get down here. That's what's up. So. You know what I'm saying? I know this is the first time I've got you on the show. I definitely hope you come back um, in season two, man. You know, as far as updates, you know, when that when that next single drop, I'm definitely going to have you back on the show to go ahead and scream that out and let everybody know what's up. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 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 O
and that's gonna be everywhere, right? Title, Spotify, everywhere. There you go. It's the new and improved South Paul Tony. Get ready to drop something this year, man. Y'all better stay tuned and get ready, man. I'm also working on something with him, man. So y'all stay tuned, man. Definitely gonna be some shit popping from South Paul Tony. And what's the name of the label? Attic Underground Entertainment. Make sure y'all go check him out. Attic Underground, Mind of a Mogul on YouTube right now, man. Y'all go check that shit out. Yo, I appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. I know we didn't touch on a whole lot, but I don't want to give them too much, man. Make them go look you up. So when season two come around and you come back to the show, they're going to be like, yeah, we know who South Paul Tony is. There you oh, yeah. go. That, that's what's up. That's my G. Well, from everybody right here, the 704 Drip, y'all make sure to stay tuned, man, as we keep it rolling, keep it grooving with this high indie music. This is the season one finale. It's the Drip, Rich the King. Yo, what's good? And you're tuned back into the 704 Real with your boy Rich the King, aka Young Be the Real, and my co host Cosmos. What up, Cosmos? What's goody? Not much, not much. Now, I have heard in the, in the break, you know, shout out to Hennessy again, that good cognac. Uh, while we were, you know, letting uh, Hennessy talk, um, you wanted to say something about the whole issue with Floyd. Um, what's going on, man? What's on your mind? Alright. Um, before I start, i like to say that I'm going to be very, very opinionated. I'm going to use my freedom of speech with this segment, and I'm going to try my best not to get too political with this. Um, this is something, this is an issue that has been going on for years since um, America was founded. And that is the whole racial tension, the whole thing, white versus black. Um, for guys who don't know the whole George Floyd situation, a unarmed, I'm not going to use media to afterwards um a unarmed innocent male was gun I wa- was actually tackled and wrestled down to the ground a officer placed his knee on the gentleman's neck cutting off his air later killing him the man was pleading for his life, saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Hence the hashtag, I can't breathe. Now, let's, let's, let me tell you the story the way you guys know it. Excuse me, I gotta get my Ron Burgundy voice going on. In top news this morning, an unarmed innocent black male was tackled to the ground by a white police officer in in Memphis, Minnesota. Excuse me, in Minneapolis. The black male later pled for his life screaming, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, while the white officer was cutting off his circulation by placing his knee on his neck. The officer has not yet been placed or has charged, but has been put on administrative leave. 
Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you guys heard it. Now, in the outcome or whatnot, someone was filming this, plastered all over social media. It has gotten attention of the president, also possible president Joe Biden, and also the mayor of Minnesota. Now, a lot of people are saying the only reason why this is getting attention is because of social media. A lot of people is also saying that, and of course we've seen it again, hashtag Black Lives Matter. I'm not going to get too political. I'm going to try not to because I'm going to try to save that for my show, Life of a PK, here on Anchor.fm. Um, this has been going on for years, okay? Um, as far as black on white, we've seen it in we've seen it in slave times. We've seen it all over, and it hasn't stopped. The only difference is is that it's being filmed. Now, going and putting this on Facebook and everything has struck some nerve. We guys know um, a few years ago, former NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick took a stand and knelt or took a knee during the national anthem because of police brutality after the Zora Zinnerman and the Trayvon Martin. A lot of people are saying that eh, it's another good cop, bad person. I beg to differ. Once again, I'm trying not to get too political. I might just say, fuck it. Um, a particular person on Facebook, I'm not going to call out any names, after a post that I have made, said that the same thing happened to him. That, you know, he was tackled down to the ground um being you know manhandled his face put to an exhaust pipe and the person was white and the cop that did it to him was white so he didn't see the whole black white thing i brought up the um the the story of of Dylan of Dylan Roof or Dylan Roth which was the male that went up to a black church in Charleston, South Carolina and shot up the place. For guys that don't know, he was escorted, stopped, clothes changed, put in a bulletproof vest, was taken to Burger King, and later booked. And I'm not saying if this is true or not, but people are saying that he was congratulated because of what he did. Okay. Now, I later went back, and he later went back to me and said, well, um, I guess it never happened to you. And me being the prick that I am, I said, hell no, it's not going to happen to me because, number one, 
I don't resist officers like you did. And number two, I get special treatment because my uncle was a cop. Me just being a prick. Now, me being a black man in America, has this ever happened to me? Me being a part of some racial tension or a cop manhandling me? Yes. I can say numerous occasions that me just walking down the road in Concord stopped, questioned, tackled to the ground, put in handcuffs. Why? Because I fit the description of a male that that was stealing from a neighborhood. I have been kicked out of two houses. Why? Because I was black. I have had the canines called on me. Why? Because I was black. Did I resist arrest? No. Was I being incooperative with the cop? No, I wasn't. I can tell you one, one incident where I was incarcerated. The officer called my name, jaked me out of the jail cell, told me to get naked, handed me a turtle suit, and escorted me down the hallway. Why? Because I took his first string position in high school, and he was paying me back. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, my question to you, is it black and white or just a person with authority gone too far? Martin Luther King had a dream. That dream was that one day that his kids which were black, we go along with other kids, which were white. Martin Luther King said he also had a dream that one day the oldest crime would stop, that America would stop being America and start being the U.S., us, the United States. There's a saying that says, united we stand, Divided will fall. That, ladies and gentlemen, was a quote that I read on Twitter that later read, Martin Luther King's speech was nothing but bullshit, and us as Americans is proving that. We need to stop with the whole pussy footing around with the teachings of Martin Luther King and start fighting fire with fire like the brother Malcolm X told us. And that, my friend, was written by a white man, not a politician, but just a simple man that had enough. I have been called a liberal. It's because of what I've said that people would not understand unless the shoe is on the other foot. Now, me being 39 
and me still experiencing the things that my father went through or rich your father went through your mother went through where's this bullshit going to stop i'm sure you brother to be honest with you we both know answering that question on a realistic level there's no way of knowing that just because as long as as long as there are certain people who have the majority of the money it will always still be this way no matter what Old family, old money. I'm going to drop this segment because I think I'm going to get way too political. But I'm going to drop, I'm going to end the segment with this. And you guys can hear it if you guys go get the new Body Count album. And it's quoted by Ice T. And it states, I might be paraphrasing, Black Lives Matter is the organization. You only see Black Lives Matter when it's a black life. It should be all lives matter. It shouldn't be if you wear a badge, if you retarded, if you black, white, brown, gypsy, or gypsy or European. All lives matter. It's only a certain life that matters is when you say so. Black Lives Matter is bullshit. All lives matter. And that's the news. Okay. And I'm sticking to it. And that's the news from Cosmos. On the drip. We get serious sometimes. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. My dear. But I mean... You do have to open your eyes, people. I joke a lot, but you do have to open your eyes. You have to see what's going on and stop fucking yourself to the fact that, number one, people are going to be better than what they really are. Some people are just shit. Number two, that money, old money will always be old money. Why? Because old people got old money. Those same old people are going to keep that old money because the next person to get it is going to be old too, which was still raised with those same family values and ways of thinking. And three, niggas will always be crabs in a bucket. That mentality would never leave black people. And you know something? I don't, even though this is not going to solve anything, the looting that's going on and the protest that's going on now in um in minnesota it's wrong okay ah my people they meeting the stereotypical white person okay wants us to act like we're acting now uncivilized animals because it's proven a point that has been written in books about the quote quote black man. Yes, I do understand people. We had enough. Fight fire with fire. Ah, can we talk about something else, please? Of course, son. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So 
as I get ready, it's it's all gravy, man. It's the drip. We a raw podcast, bro. I'm telling you, I keep telling people, son, we gonna we gonna talk about everything as real as it gets, whether it's political, whether it's some entertainment shit, or even with music. We will eventually start telling you niggas about the artists we don't like. So stay tuned. <laughs> like, but moving forward, it's the drip. Oh, not, don't don't worry about apologizing for shit like that. So with that, it sounds like I just heard the introduction of maybe Gadget Six One Nine. I don't know. I don't know. I'm here with. No, nah, Gadget so. had a question he had to ask me and everything. So you know, it's all it's all gravy. All right. So moving forward, I also wanted to make sure you know to talk about a couple of other things because I know. I have been trying to give you guys the names of these things and I couldn't remember readily what they were. So I actually had to go back and look at some of the things I've actually been fucking watching on fucking Netflix. And it's like, yo, you guys are missing like just a bunch of great programming right now. Um, Getting into just one show real quick, just to change the subject so we can lighten up the mood. Um, I've been actually watching here lately. I started watching this show called The Woo or The Woo Assassins, which is basically like this ancient, I don't know, prophecy type show where this young kid is chosen to fight these quote unquote ancient evils, which are kind of based in nature you know, one controlling wind, fire, and all kinds of stuff. And it basically goes down, there's this one chosen one who is a descendant of this clan who took a hundred monks and took all of their chi and focused it into one man and who is called the Wu Assassin. He pretty much takes all these police, the assassin to take out these people. He's the only person who can. And it's just, it's very intriguing. It's something different. Um... I actually caught on to that as well as uh, alien, Ancient Aliens, which is some of that stuff I was talking about with, like, how they depicted Vishnu and some of the uh, hieroglyphics and stuff back then. Like, they didn't see angels. There's no way. You know what I mean? And, you know, they, they bypassed that with a bunch of this, that, and third, but it's like that's what the mind or the human mind, especially at that time and day, you know, how it could rationalize what we were seeing as a person just floating or hovering above water or walking on water. You know what I mean? Because they even try to they even try to kind of curve the conversation in other ways, which is intriguing just for the fact of it being intriguing. But, you know, I was raised the way I was raised. You can't tell me nothing about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? I know what I know about the Bible and God, so you're not going to change that. I don't care. I'm with science to throw in there. And then there was also me passion before that I had an issue with that Lost in Space. I don't know why all of a sudden Anchor had acted up that, about me talking about that, but Lost in Space is a great show, a great adaption from the movie that uh, came out in the 90s. And they actually twisted it a little bit. Some of the characters are actually uh, in different roles. Like the doctor, instead of in the movie where he was a man, in the show it's a female, which gives it another different, you know, kind of spin or outlook on that character. So... Yeah. Definitely been killing that here lately. I also want to bring up 
you know, the different craziness in the weather around here lately, too, as far as the rain. It's almost like, <laughs> it's almost like, you know, no matter what, nobody wants us to go nowhere. Like, damn it. If you ain't got an umbrella, yeah, you I'm... might be stuck. It's, it's, it's coming hard. It ain't like, it's just like, rah, don't move. Yeah, because um, the National Weather Service just put us under a tornado. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah, that's probably what was beeping over here while we were talking like uh a little bit ago. So yeah, I wouldn't be shocked about that at all. But it's crazy that that's even happening, so yeah. Be crazy with that weather, man. Be careful. While you're worried about COVID, you also better worry about just in general getting sick. Yeah. So just to lighten it up even more. Saturday is the day we plan on making a move at the Nightmare Kitchen or Kitchen Nightmare. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just keep doing it. I don't know how that happens. I keep butchering the name, bro. I'm going to get it right. I swear. Just stay inside the Nightmare. There you go. Inside the Nightmare. See, the Nightmare part I always get right. Ah, my. Ah. See, I, I, I'm trying. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> if y'all can see this nigga face every time I fuck that shit. <laughs> now, oh, now my I'll bad, feel bad, bro. My I'll bad. feel bad I when I put you your name. Not bad, on no. Hold up, hold up. Hold up, let's stop the fuckery. You fuck up. We not going there. Anyway, so, yeah, Saturday is going down. Hopefully, we'll have a great vlog episode up on YouTube. Go check that shit out, man. We have a YouTube channel y'all need to go look up. You know what I mean? 704 Drip Show. Um, Grid Stock Building Playlist. I'm going to leave that up to Wap Cook. I'm going to let him handle all the technical stuff. You know what I mean? Uh... Because we've incorporated Wap Cook Productions. For those who don't know, Wap Cook Productions, he helps DJ Wap Cook help with uh, what was it? Fuck the labels, fuck the labels too. Um, hopefully, I'm gonna get him on his motivation too. So, artists, you definitely need to be hitting us up, bro. Hit us up, send us your hottest single, bro. Yo, give him your email too, bro. Send your hottest single for motivation too. If you want this joint really hosted by WAP Cook, I need people to start really fucking sharing the shit out of this, this fucking motivation. The first one. I need to see it. You need to see it. That motivation, too, is going to be, it's going to put fuck the labels to the shame. Because to me, I will always love that one. That shit is like 28 grams. 28 straight hot in the indie independent artists on one fucking damn, yo. I love that tape. I still go back and listen to that shit. I love Fuck the Labels. Yo, Wap Cook definitely did his thing with that one, man. And shout out to all the artists on that too, man. Like, I appreciate that shit. Yo, we worked real hard for that one. That shit was dope. But as we go ahead and keep it moving, get ready to roll on. I know we got some moves to make. What you got, Poppin' Cosmo? Give me your email, too. Yo, if you guys want to be on the motivation too, or you want to tit tat, you know, you can hit me up also at 
W G A Z radio at gmail.com. That's W Gas with a Z radio at gmail.com. And if you if you want to put and if you want to be go. on a drip, put drip in the subject line. And hey. Appreciate that, bro. And if you want and, and it's crazy because if, if you want to get extra promoted, you can be on my show as well. Just chop it up with the both of us. Yo, we're trying to build a platform for a lot of you independent artists. You guys have no idea how yes. hard this was when we started. So, by all means, rock with us. I know you still be listening to the background when we be talking our shit or uh, cutting up. Right here is that work by that Sunny Digital. This shit go hard as fuck, man. This is on that goat too. Check it out on Spotify. We also want to make sure to plug in again. Go check out that Motivation Mixtape EP, man. I'm on there. Gadget 619, Cosmos, Slash Piff. Man, y'all need to go check that shit out. These are Spotify titles everywhere. Motivation, man. Get motivated today. Don't be ashamed to go uh, cop that on that Apple Music as well, man. Go purchase and share that shit, man. Go ahead and help us get this money so we can keep doing what we're doing and staying raw with it. Yeah. Over here at the Drip. So, for me and Cosmos and the Drip Show, we'll get at you boys, man. Y'all be easy. It's the Drip. Yo, after a long, hard day, man, I definitely take the time to roll a blunt. Make it a hog leg. Pour me a shot of that good old Hennessy. And if it's a stressful weekend or I'm in the studio, you know I'm killing that Hennessy black. Get you some good cognac.